Ready to rock? Let's do it. Let's do it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Odoom and Andrea show. My name is Odoom, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Andrea, and this is our podcast, right? (laughs) It's our podcast where we talk about uh, people that do some really cool and inspiring things. And today, we're going to talk about this guy, James Lawrence, right? Who is Mm -hmm. the Iron Cowboy. Indeed. Redefine impossible. What does that mean? I don't know, but it says here 50 Ironman triathlons, 50 states in 50 days. Um, so that's just stupid. <laughs> 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 I don't know why you'd want to do that, but we're going to find out why this guy wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's why he's the Iron Cowboy because he does something like this. Or does he? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Find out. <laughs> Stay tuned right after these messages. <laughs> So um, I want to yeah. start by, you've heard of this guy before, even though you Well, I know that you've read and so yeah, you talk about but it, But even right? before that. So do you remember we were watching on Prime, we were watching that show where they were doing that race around Fiji, that adventure race? He was on there with a guy that was getting pulled by the rope. <laughs> 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 there was this guy. The guy on the leash. The guy on the leash. So this is, there was a show, I can't remember what it's called, it's but called. it was some race. It was like a 10 day race or f- whatever it is. Like all around Fiji. Yeah. It was just gorgeous. Yeah. So there's a teams of four people and you know, oh, it was, it could have been bigger, I think too. No, I think it was teams of four. Okay. No. Anyway, I, anyway it was called, no. it was called world's toughest race eco challenge. Right. Fiji. And I would just love to do it because it sounds like it's awesome because yeah. it's just, you just go all the time. You just don't stop mm-hmm. but until you have to meet certain checkpoints at certain times, but yeah. you're going to boats, you're going on hiking, you're going through Bikes, all biking, mountain climbing, all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. Um, so it just seems like it'd be gorgeous. But anyways, it was funny because <laughs> we're watching this show and there was this one team where this guy got heat stroke and he looked like a guy, you know, maybe not in the best shape. Ever. Not even so close. You got to keep going, right? So the teammates, what they did, they <laughs> tied him on like a rope on a leash just around his stomach. And they were just like dragging him along. He was walking, but he was just like, was like eating the whole time. <laughs> He's just like, uh, eating, sit down. It's like, I'll feel well. Nom, nom, nom. It's like, the fittest people in the world are yeah. doing this and it's like breaking them and you're right. this joker on yeah. a fucking leash. And we're just joking around. It's like, oh yeah, he just needs pit stop at McDonald's to get going or whatever. Oh, um, so good. No, we were just laughing. I mean, it's good, good for all of those people that, that did that. But I mean, it, it, that's the thing. It's like a race, but it's not like it was just super athletes because there are people that, that were a lot older and, yeah. you know, that had, you know, that one guy different issues. One guy yeah. had, didn't he have like Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's and yeah, starting so. to have Alzheimer's. Yeah, it was yeah. like his last thing to do. Yeah, so it sounds like a really cool adventure race, which is a whole other thing that I would love to do. Oh, it's I want. I so we got to get into this. Yeah. So maybe we'll figure out sometime this summer now that things maybe are opened up now yeah, that we can see what's, cool. what's going on. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he was on that show. Yes. Yes. Inter- well, who was he? What team was they he called? On? I don't remember what team, and I don't remember, but I remember hearing them say, "Oh, that's the Iron Cowboy. He did fifty um, triathlons in fifty ah. days." Yeah, yeah. So did they finish the race? Did his team? Finish? I don't even know. I don't even know. I just remembered that like today, and I was is like, he American? Oh. Maybe he's on one of the American teams. So he's actually Canadian, but he lives in Utah. Was so he, he on the Cana- Was he on the Canadian team though? Because I, I remember know. there was a Canadian team that finished yes. pretty high up. I think he would probably be on the American team because that's. What he identifies as now. Well, it's, it's <laughs> no, he does have an American. I think it works that way, but yeah. yeah no. He has a dual, dual citizenship. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Well, he like could that. have been on either team, though. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. But Is anyway. he... Uh, anyways. Anyway. Let's... Iron Cowboy. Yeah. James Lawrence. Yeah. Go ahead. So Walk he me was, through it. <laughs> so, he was born in Calgary, actually. Oh, right. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah, we, we just talked about that. How quickly I forget things. Wow. Speaking of Alzheimer's... <laughs> So he was raised Mormon. And so that's kind of how he ended up in Utah. um, Obviously. So, but he, it was like always. Obviously is that Utah is just 100% Mormon. (laughs) Well, that's where a lot of of Mormon people, that's where like their main church is. Is it? Yeah. 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 Is in Salt Lake city. Um, So anyways, um, so yeah, so he. um, Born in Canada. 
yes, in Calgary. Can, in That's Calgary. where you are. That's okay. where Gather your thoughts I here. Just started. <laughs> um, and so he was like, I think always involved in like sports and kind of stuff like that. And um, he really wanted to wrestle for Canada in the Olympics. Like he was really, really good yep. until um, he pulled his delt. He tore his deltoid muscle. So that kind of ixnayed that career. Where's that? Your deltoid? Yeah, that's Pretty up top sure here. It's, yeah, over here. Somewhere around this, this general area. area. General area, yeah. <laughs> Just pointed at the whole body. The whole, yeah. Um, so, and then he talks about this one kind of feat of endurance, I guess you would call it, that he did when he was like 21 or something like that. And so at the Calgary Stampede, they were doing this thing where if you... um. If you sat in a Ferris wheel, in this little teacup Ferris wheel for 10 days, then you would win $10,000. Like 10 days straight? Could yeah. you get up to go to the washroom? You, or like how did that they work? They had a couple breaks where you could get up. And I think every other night you were allowed to go home and sleep in your bed. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty easy. Yeah. Well, maybe not. You're not allowed know. to have like music, a book, anything. You just have to sit in this like... It, it wasn't just, it was like a big circle thing that you could sit in. Is the teacup actually spinning? So you have to like not throw <laughs> up because you're on the ride? No, no. It's just, it's a big Ferris wheel just going around. So you have to sit in there while it goes around. That's what I mean. So it is running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like spinning. Oh, well, I don't know. You said teacup. Ones. So teacup and Ferris wheel are two completely yeah, different no, things. Yeah, I, I know. The teacup so. ride is the one that makes you throw up. And I meant like the, <laughs> what they were in was shaped like one of those teacups. It was like a circle. So you're on a Ferris wheel. Just yes. get it straight. <laughs> So you're on a Ferris wheel. Here. Yeah. So, right. so, ten, so, and he was just like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to do it. So he like quit his job that he had and everything and it's just 10,000 $10, in the bank. Yeah. So, and he's just young. So yeah. So he ends up sitting in there and like, well, how many people tried? Could I, it, was I it open to as many people or was there no, like a it was limit? 10. There was 10 people that it was open to. You had to like call into, it was like a radio show type thing that okay. you had to call in and then, then right. win the chance to go and sit in the teacups. So, um, so 10 people one no the, the one chance. Won chance yeah yeah and then yeah he was last man standing so. so was it only the last man standing then that one or did everyone who did it win the ten thousand? no 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 he was the only one you had to stay in there for 10 days straight i know i know i understand no, there was but only one prize there was only one prize oh, so but like what if two people did it for 10 days straight i'm not sure you know what i mean we'll yeah. just keep going forever i don't know okay i think maybe if you want me to find the rules for it well i'm just interesting because if it was <laughs> like know. everyone could do know. it because it's like you're saying 10 days straight or it's just last man standing like was it last man standing then or was it no just you, had you had to, to do, do it for 10 days, days. yeah so, so he, he was the last man standing is what i said yeah okay. right yeah. i uh, it's you're okay. Just you're, you're not you're understanding one. So you had to do it for 10 days. Yeah. But yet it was a competition against other people. So you just had to outlast two, right? Yes. But if you didn't make it to 10 days, it doesn't matter. Right. So if everyone quit after two days, two days nobody and wins. you're the last guy, nobody would win. Yeah, so no. it's outlast everybody and get days. to 10 days. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Unless there's a tie. Then you just it would, would have just kept going. Yeah. All right. So, so the person that came in second, when did they quit? I'm not sure. And I think that it wasn't necessarily that they quit. It was like a technicality for one of the rules. And he recognized it and pointed it out that they did something. Because it was something where you had to like wear, you had to wear what you had on and you couldn't take it off. Hmm. And so this person uh, like had like a jacket or something on and they took it off because they were getting hot. And then that's how one of the reasons. Why oh, yeah. Uh, so that weird. was, that was one, but anyway, so you have to figure out how are you going to dress and all yeah. that kind of strategy, depending on the weather and all yes, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Anyway, so Anyways, he wins this. So thing. he wins this. So I just thought it was an interesting story in terms of like mental endurance in a way. I guess. Cause all be you tough, have to though. do is sit there. That's boring. You just sit that's there. Boring, boring as hell. Yeah. It's like being locked in a cell. Yeah. Nothing yeah. But your thoughts. Exactly. My thoughts are going to some deep yeah, dark places. That's why I don't <laughs> meditate. Um, so basically fast. But I guess that just proves at an early age that he probably has some really good yeah. mental resilience, exactly. which I think you're going to need when you're, when you're trying to do this. something like this. So fast forward, he um, eventually moves to Utah and he gets married and they, him and his wife have five kids, four girls and a, and a boy. Now you're really fast tracking the story. I know. Sorry. So uh, as a kid, he did a uh, teacup ride and then he had five kids. <laughs> so like, oh, okay. So... <laughs> He ends up, he's just like, he's managing like a golf um, department at a sporting store in Utah. And so his wife, um, his wife signs them up to do this like 4K 
like turkey trot kind of Thanksgiving. Sorry, four mile uh, turkey trot like Thanksgiving. What's a turkey race. trot? It's like a Thanksgiving race. They call it a turkey trot. But it's just a running. It's just like a running. Okay, race. I thought yeah, it was yeah. like you would get your legs tied together and no. you have to like run like a turkey somehow. No. Whatever that means. I know. So he like he's just he's like oh yeah it'll be fine like four miles is no problem he like it's like, like the dies. worst thing ever yeah but he's not a runner or he's never run before yeah but yeah yeah that's well, hard the it's first hard time. but yeah so then um and his wife's like disgusted with him she's just like what the, like what's wrong with you you can't yeah. run four miles like this is, a, this like, is a problem literally i'm calling my divorce lawyer yeah and, uh, so <laughs> then she this so, is over right now so then she signs them up for a uh, marathon <laughs> in like a fill in like a few months hmm. so and forces him to like do that and it's interesting what is the dynamics of this relationship? i don't know forces him to run she's one of these like very assertive people and very like no nonsense i think with five kids you kind of have to be no nonsense but mm. she's ve- just very assertive and yeah. like really strong no, no, I know. personality I'm just, just, yeah. just joking around yeah, here yeah. but he says like during that um during that race he said um no matter how extreme my suffering became, it was only suffering. The pain and fatigue I felt made me want to stop, but I recognized at every step that I didn't have to stop. So I took one more step and asked myself again, can I take one more? Small steps add up. So, and I think that's that's <laughs> the point. Was he walking this whole thing? No, Thinking he was that, Having that thought <laughs> every step? No, he was running. Yeah, yeah. So, but what I think is oh, interesting crazy. is it's really similar to the mission um mission possible guy with you know when he was walking through the gobi desert and Mm. he's just like one more step one more step one more step and that's as far as sometimes you can you can do as long as you you just break up your task into the smallest possible Possible chunks chunks. then it becomes more manageable that way instead of trying to oh i gotta run you know 40 miles it's like okay well i just gotta run 100 meters yeah you know and then we'll reevaluate yeah (laughs) from there yeah exactly um so then in is that what it is is that the secret of like mental toughness it's just i don't i think for some people you know yeah just breaking breaking it down down and only having little wins yeah, and, and I think just only thinking so far, like only, yeah. it was really interesting. I listened to um, Ryan Hall on Peter Atia's podcast, and Ryan Hall is a really famous American uh, marathoner. Mm-hmm. He's a really great runner, and he, he wrote a book called Run the Mile You're In. So I think uh, it, it right it, like yeah. it's, it's all about like just focusing on what you need to focus on and not thinking about. Yeah too far ahead we need to talk uh we need to do david goggins books i think he's I probably know. the master of oh, he is mastering master. your mind you know? yeah yeah exactly yep. um so in 2007 this is horrible timing for him he gets his mortgage lender license oh <laughs> right before <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah but his whole family his whole his wife's whole family is in like the real estate business mm. so it kind of made sense they didn't have a mortgage lender so it was like I'm going to become a like a broker, basically. Right? Yeah, Mortgage yeah. Broker. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, in Utah, I'm still in Utah. Yeah, I'm still in Utah. Yeah. So he like builds it up. Like the business does really well, and he well, opens from 2007 to. Yeah. <laughs> so he had like five loan officers and three processors working under him. Yeah. But then, of course, the bubble bursts. Yeah. And but that doesn't last for forever. No, but he like he hated it. Like he says. Just not doing what he's supposed to be doing yeah ex- like exactly and i'm just gonna get to it here um <clears throat> i he says yeah i hated being a mortgage lender it combined all the things i most despised numbers paperwork offices and sitting still i know i totally <laughs> like relate you could have written like that sentence yeah because like why yeah yeah i, I don't know i can't want to think about yeah that but and then it, but it's really interesting too because he said worse i spent way too much time doing it 60 hours a week away from sunny that's his wife and the kids yep. on, on top of that it was an utterly thankless job i could put together the juiciest deal ever for a client and he would have still assume i was ripping him off i had no control because success depended not on skill or hard work but the health of the economy so again, it's like that not being able mm. to control your destiny, basically. Yeah, I I don't know. I, yeah, I I don't know anything <laughs> about being in the mortgage industry, no. but I could imagine that it's not just entirely based on the market, but it's also based on you as a person and how you interact with your clients, and it of is course. a customer-facing job. So if you're an asshole, you're not gonna you're gonna get less clients, I would imagine, than being a really good person to your customers. So, anyways, but I I get his point though that overall the health of the market does depend on how well your business can do for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, <clears throat> so they eventually had to declare bankruptcy and like financially mm. it was really, really difficult. Well, cause he, w- was he the breadwinner then? And she wasn't working at all? Cause you said they were all in the real estate. She wasn't even a broker no, at all no, or no. Um, a real estate agent. No, she wasn't. I, she was just at, at home with the kids. Mm, okay. <clears throat> you have five kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they declared bankruptcy and <clears throat> they just did. 2008, 2009. I'm not sure what year it was. Mm. Yeah. But he just basically did like whatever whatever odd jobs they could do to make money they would yeah. do their, their cars were repossessed um yeah. they were on food stamps well, that's interesting though because if i mean if you're de- if you're declaring bankruptcy some assets you do get to keep i guess it depends on if it, mm. you know if you're uh, in the real estate business and you're like i gotta drive the bmw to to look successful then yeah i could see that they'd, they'd repossess that so that you they can pay off as much of the loans or whatever but, but yeah because yeah, i'm if you know if you get to declare bankruptcy it doesn't mean they take everything away from you and you're li- living in a box and you still need get to keep your basic necessities yeah yeah like your car and stuff but anyways yeah so he um he kind of gets hooked on triathlons like after like while he's doing these odd jobs or whatever and yeah and so he does like he does a lot of training does like a lot of different marathons and like and started doing triathlons um and he ends up getting a job working um with like a charity, I forget what the charity is, um, but the one that he ends up um, doing the triathlons for is it builds dams and wells in Kenya. So he would do triathlons, but like raise money and like help to raise money for these mm-hmm. dams and stuff. So, and I think that was the charity that he was working for at the time. Okay. So it, he knows like he's he's not gonna win any of them, like in terms of like speed and that sort of thing right but he wants to do something else to distinguish himself and so he decides like he's just gonna set some world records just casually set some guinness world book of records so how old is he at this time um i'm not sure how old he is i think he's like in his 30s at this right. point so let me just just so you yeah know, so yeah so probably like sorry late 20s late 20s early 30s, early 30s. Yeah. so you know he's a mortgage broker or whatever <coughs> economy goes to, to shit they go bankrupt and then he's just working whatever job so they're still basically poor this whole time yes. but he's just yeah staying in shape and running marathons for um for charity yeah like as so as in he's just tr- you know getting people to just hey guys are, i'm, I'm yeah, running yeah, do you yeah, want to yeah. donate money to my run yeah exactly going to this and, cause and that he i just happen to be volunteering for i think okay. so yeah all right um and so he sets a guinness world record in 2010 for the most half iron distance triathlons in a year hmm. so that record was 22 uh, half distance and is that something he specifically set out he's like yes. oh look so i see that yes. people have done 22 what's like half triathlons or something he mm-hmm. said half, in a year yeah half iron right. distance triathlons half iron just so mm-hmm. like half ironmans yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right so he's like i'm gonna do so he does that in 2010 yeah. and then in 2012 he sets the record for the most full ironmans in a year and that was 30 right and you're saying he's not beating anything on speed he's just doing he's the most yeah yeah the 30 eh? that's like two some two point something a month mm-hmm. yeah and so he's so he's traveling like all around because these are this. legit iron man's right because he's yes. you, like for guinness you probably have to actually like register and like yes. finish the yes, race exactly yep. it has to be like a measured right a measured how long does it take him to do an iron man um i'm not sure so so i get so the swim would be like a couple hours the bike would be probably like four-ish hours and then the run would probably be like four or five hours as well so you're looking at probably like average 12 hours for the whole thing Mm. would be my guess yeah so that's a lot yeah you you know (laughs) that adding didn't work at all well yeah you said five plus four plus two right yeah yeah that's 11 right nine ten eleven yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay sorry I that was good. sorry i thought i thought you <laughs> for whatever reason i thought it was um eight my math is good obviously uh, anyways anyways yeah so sorry for an iron man too that's like a full marathon a full like 160 kilometer bike mm-hmm. and then like a two point something mile swim yeah just to put that out there out there that's, yeah so it's a lot it's a lot 
Um, so where the Iron Cowboy thing comes in is he ends up going to British Columbia to do a triathlon with a friend, and his friend is an actual cowboy, and so they were both going to wear cowboy hats on their runs. Actual cow? What <laughs> is an actual cowboy? Um, have you seen Yellowstone? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, you should watch it. Um, <laughs> that's the definition of cowboy. Watch, watch Yellowstone. Yellowstone. All right. Are you aware of Kevin Costner? <laughs> I know who he is. <laughs> anyway, he's he's the general manager of the Cleveland Browns <laughs> on draft day. It's a great movie, by the way. Well, wow, actually, it's not a great movie, but it's I it's, love it's that it's movie. Funny. It's yeah, it's so fun. Good. It's unrealistic. But so his friend backs out at the last minute. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. But he he's but he keeps wearing his his cowboy hat and his like he's still gonna wear his cowboy hat wear, during yeah. the race. Yeah. yeah, and his family loves it because like while he's swimming too. Well, no, I don't think so. Yeah, but be fun. And obviously, and it was just for the marathon because you can't ride, you wear it when you're obviously have a bike helmet on. Mm. So that's where the Iron Cowboy came from. And his family loved it because he was easy to pick out of the crowd. They <laughs> right, exactly. Was, right? Well, there, there's, there's Jimmy. Yeah. Well, his name's not Jimmy. James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I made up a name so, so he's doing all, all of these things. They're still struggling in terms of money. Um, yeah, where's he getting all the money to, to, to buy into these? Because isn't that he, expensive to go into an Iron oh, Man, the, right? Like the and then you got to fly there because yes. he's probably flying all over. Yeah, how's yes. he affording this? On so uh, he did get sponsors. He definitely got sponsors. Kind of like Adidas, Nike kind of sponsors Not or like whatever. Those. But like, like I think he, from companies' sponsors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he'd run. So he does this one um, triathlon in Arizona. And he pulls this one boy who's 15 years old and he has cerebral palsy. So he, he can't, so I think he's not mobile, so he can't walk or run or anything like that. And he, I don't, I also don't think he could speak at all. So he pulls him in like a little sled thing on the, um, in the water. He pulls him and like swims with him and Mm -hmm. does the same thing with the bike and then on the run as well. Kind of like with the chariot, like we had. So he says, um, what's really interesting is it kind of gave him, um, like a kick, kind of a kick in the butt. Like, so he did a whole Ironman pulling with someone? this guy. Yeah. But it was really, and I thought it was really incredible because it's like that kid could still have, you know, a the experience. S- experience. And yeah. he talks a lot about it and it, it really, it touched me. Um, uh, he said, uh, what does he say? Um, an unemployed beginner triathlete can't make a new career out of setting triathlon world records unless he takes the first step anyway and keeps on taking the next step. At some point in life, every person dreams of doing something that seems impossible. For the most part, each of us on our own, it, each of us is on our own to discover that it is that it is possible. We only believe and we just don't quit. Yep. So that's kind of, and then he's just kind of like, I haven't reached my limit yet of what. He doesn't know what that limit what is. What that limit just is. searching for it. Yeah. Well, and it kind of reminds me of, um, like with Ash Dykes's experience as well. Cause he's just like, people are telling me it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do like, what's the limit here? I want to push it. Yep. So I thought that was like really interesting. Um, should walk across the Sahara. That'd be insane. <laughs> so then he decides um, he wants to do fifty triathlons in fifty days. That makes 50 sense. Se- in fifty <laughs> days, makes sense. I don't know how he gets to this. And of course, everyone in the triathlon community is just like, not going to happen. And if you listen to our Rich Rule podcast, you'll like he was on it. No, but if you listen to the one that we did on Rich Roll mm-hmm, about okay. his book, he did the Epic Five. That's the most that had been attempted was five triathlons and on five Hawaiian islands on right. each type of islands in five days. I and mean, the logistical nightmare of this thing is probably, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like yes. even to just do it, like if you were just in a pool and running on a treadmill and then on a bike, like indoors mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. I think you can do that. A person could do that, I'm sure. I mean, it'll be hell. I'm sure he can do it. But logistically of actually doing that and also traveling to 50 different states, well, that's got to be a nightmare. And not I don't even want to know what... Well, and not only that, he takes his whole family with him. Yeah. So, like, that's a lot. So, they... That's, that's interesting. They do... Why do they do that? Just to be together, I just guess. Just to be together. And I think, again, just to kind of show your kids what's possible as well. Like, that was a big thing for him. Yeah. So, he... And the whole thing as well is... He didn't talk a lot about, like, how... 
they kind of set things up and and how they got sponsors but it sounds like they must have like reached out to people in each states and they had kind of like ambassadors for them in each state that kind of he had a place to stay like he would stay like fun not a, so no up like a like kind of like a headquarters kind of thing and like this is where this is the route that you're gonna do mm-hmm. and this is the f- like a bring food and get people to come out um because they had they ended up getting an rv and just yeah. driving the rv around and then so he could sleep in there sometimes if they were driving to the next state and then the kids obviously would stay there as well um and so it was just like a mobile stuff for him well, that's tough because i mean like driving from state to state could be like if you're in a big state like California or Texas, mm-hmm. like you're talking about yep. who knows how many yeah. hours and hours of driving just to get to your next spot. Yeah. So and as we already established, a triathlon takes like maybe 12 hours. And I could imagine the well, more you do it, it's going to take longer and longer. longer, like 12, 16, 18 hours. Yeah. Then it's like you just got to go the next day and just start it again like five hours later. Like that's So crazy. he's not getting a lot of sleep. Like he gets yeah. two, three hours of sleep. So, and then especially when you, they did um, Hawaii first and then they did Alaska because, and I agree with this thinking, you want to get those ones out of the way those, because you got to fly. Yeah. No and, then, and then if something like messed up happens, you don't want those to be like the last two and then your flight gets canceled or something. Uh, an actual state. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's a state. Yeah. So he does that one. So he does Hawaii. Then they fly Hawaii to Alaska and then they drive from Alaska. What? They yeah, drive? I'm pretty sure they drove. No, that's driving all through British Columbia. Yeah, I can't remember. That would take you. I can't remember. That's like yeah, 2,000 no, maybe kilometers. They did, maybe they did fly. That would take you like 20 hours fly. just to drive yeah. through BC. Yeah. So, and then he also does like a 5K. Like a, he invites people to come and run. 5k of the marathon with him at mm-hmm. the end of the day so he has that kind of like community connection and tries yeah. to raise awareness and stuff and <laughs> okay? so one of those guys on a rope to pull him along <laughs> he's just too tired <laughs> um and then so what he is hoping to accomplish with this his goal was to raise a million dollars for um childhood obesity and mm. so he was supposed to be pairing with Jamie Oliver's. Um, so Jamie Oliver is a famous UK chef who's really hardcore about um, feeding kids healthy foods. Um, yeah, I think everyone should be pretty hardcore about that. Well, Except in terms of like school lunches, right? Like cause yeah. school lunches are sometimes like sometimes. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. other yeah. topic. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what he. Um, so that's what he does. So there's so he ain't like. Spoiler alert, he ends up doing it. Um, mm. He goes through a ton of stuff. There's a bunch of controversies that happen with this. Well, I'm sure there's going to be like purists that are going to be like, well, you didn't actually do it because... It's not measured out. Well, like, well, no, but just maybe because aren't there some things where he doesn't actually run? Like he'll be on a treadmill so, instead, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right? so there was... The first issue was he was doing so poorly um and so he ended up getting a saline drip so basically just you're getting an like iv fluids and like that's it it's there's nothing else it's just fluids that's all it is Mm -hmm. but it's just because he can't just cannot keep himself hydrated by just drinking so people were not happy with that um people were not happy well then you go do it i know they he (laughs) he runs into he runs into a problem with they do end up doing like an ironman triathlon in new york and they didn't realize that that was an issue that um they could be like kicked out disqualified and and, well disqualified but not only because he's running with an actual IV because stuck he, in because no, no, he's not running with oh. it, but just he had it. Um, but not only that, but then being not allowed to com- like do an Ironman ever again, like that. Can oh, right, as well. because it's like cheating. Yeah. Right. Um. So they did like they had to like submit their paperwork for that, and like they cleared it. It was fine because they knew what he was doing was a little bit different. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's because he's not competing to like I'm going to win this one. No, it was just like he's doing something else. But he did want to do like an actual an actual Ironman one. Yeah, yeah. Throughout throughout it. Um, so then the other issue came when, yeah, the, he, there was times like, I think it was in Texas, there was like a freaking hurricane. Right. So, and so it was for a couple days that 
as they were driving, the hurricane was kind of following them. Mm -hmm. So they had to run inside on the treadmill for a couple yeah. and do everything in, inside for a couple days. However, the really big issue was when he took a really bad fall on his bike and really hurt his hip mm. on this fall. Cause like he would be falling asleep on the bike, yeah, probably like un unreal. And so he falls, um, and so training wheels on the bike. <laughs> so a little tricky. So he calls his coach and he's like, what do you think about like, sh can I go in the elliptical? Like would like, what do you think? And his coach is like, Oh yeah, it's a great idea. Like, go ahead, That's, go ahead. Hmm. And so, but his wife is just like, no, don't do it. And then all the hate he gets, because he's like, you know, social media throughout this whole thing. Right. And people are just like, yeah, you're done now. Like, you're done. You didn't do it if you were on the elliptical. Yeah. Well, elliptical um, is not a bike. I can tell you that right now. However, he does say, um, he does say some really interesting things about the elliptical, because if you think about it, like he's... <laughs> His no 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 no, but like it's it's almost like about the spirit of it, and he's like, I understand. It's I'm even, not gonna say like, like you could look what he like, did. Like I'm not gonna you, sit you here could, and like you judge. Could, so you could walk on a treadmill and still com complete a marathon just by walking. Yeah, you're not but running. He, yeah, but he chose to do the elliptical because it's closer to running than walking is, and his heart your his heart rate was going faster than if he had been walking. So he's still working Wait, just so, as hard. Sorry, sorry, you're saying he's doing. He's not doing the elliptical other than running. He's doing the elliptical instead of biking. No, instead of running. Oh, you said bike. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I sorry. You said bike. No, right. sorry. Oh, okay, so okay. Sorry. No, it was. Right, okay. Sorry. No, he, then, he was in a bike crash that hurt his hip. And right. so to alleviate that pain instead of walking, go or running, go on the elliptical and do right. the elliptical. So in his argument oh, was it was actually yeah, harder in a way. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's whatever. If you're, again, if you're a purist. It's like, well, you're not running yeah. or walking, so yeah. Yeah. you're out. But yeah. in spirit, it's not about official, official this. It's like I'm I, equivalent steps and whatever of work. And maybe it's even, like you said, maybe it's even harder because elliptical is more like climbing steps than it is, you yeah. know, taking steps. So taking steps, like not step steps, like <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I think it's like, it's fine. Yeah. You know? Go all these people that are bashing on or hating on him. Go ahead and you do it then, since it's so well. Easy. And that's basically what he's saying. He said, "I hadn't used the elliptical machine out of necessity. I'd used I'd used it because it seemed to me that running on an elliptical machine at 116 beats per minute was more in the spirit of my quest at that moment than the alternative of walking on a treadmill or outdoors at 96 beats per minute. It certainly wasn't easier. It was just safer. So like that was kind of his. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're if you're injured or whatever, and that. Like, it's funny though, like what injury could cause that he couldn't walk, but he could do elliptical. Yeah, that's still I, almost I don't a know. very similar range yeah, of motion. It, it is really similar. And he says, what bothered me most was my critics insinuation that I was trying to evade the challenge I had created for myself. This charge was so thoroughly unjustified and it, it is so badly misrepresented and it's so badly misrepresented who I was and what I stood for. Yeah. Um, my intention in planning and starting the 50 had never been to set an official world record. It was to discover the limits of my physical and mental endurance and to redefine yeah. impossible. So yeah. everyone, yeah, it's got these hitters. We were talking about this last week with Amanda Palmer about having empathy with people yeah. and like, just look at what he's trying to do or what he's doing, If especially if you're following along on social media. And all you can do is just criticize, like, because technicalities, he's not running. He's on elliptical instead. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you going to be shitting on it? Because he's not setting, again, like an official. No. It's not an official, not an official triathlon. He's just doing something. Yeah. That you're just going to judge and sit there on your little couch, probably, you know not even be able to come close to doing what, what he did, let alone not even 50, able to maybe do can't one? even do one. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And so when he also says, a little empathy people. Yeah. He said, I was still pushing my body mind further than I ever had. And perhaps as far as any athlete ever had, I was still doing the impossible and empowering others to do their impossible. Yep. So, yeah. Um, and then, so he finally kind of gets to a point in Connecticut. So I'm not sure what day Connecticut was. So how often does Sorry. he substitute elliptical for running? Just that one time. Oh, just even just, just once. once. Just it was a, just, just like that once. Day. Interesting. Yeah, it okay. was just once. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought I was like, okay, well maybe he did it for like the next three weeks or 
whatever it was, but no, just one time. Just one time. So then he kind of has like a reckoning in Connecticut. So in Connecticut, it was day 30 and he was, um, he just kind of got to that point where he didn't think he could go on. Like he really felt like he had kind of reached his limit. Yeah. But it's like muscle failure basically you know like you physically almost. you know what i mean yeah he was almost there and so he was as he's he just like he wants to quit and he kind of has a breakdown and so he's kind of sitting on the side of the road off of his bike and he's just thinking about well what would that process look like if i quit like re like playing it out in his mind what would happen and he's like oh i'd have to call sunny to come with the car and and have her come and then um and then i have to tell the kids and that's what stops him in his tracks is like, I would have to tell the kids and I don't want them mm. to see their father fail. Like, I don't want their yeah, innocence. Like, he talks a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, it's not easy. I think he's being a little too hard on himself there, in my opinion. Because, yeah. I mean, you've already run 30 well, I in know. 30 days. I and, know. like, your body's probably busted up to shit. Yeah. And it's like, better to quit or, sorry, better to fail at something that you really gave it everything you had than to never even try at all. And that's not, you know, it's okay to fail. Yeah. Uh, personally. Yeah. Right? Um, oh, no, of as course. long as you give it a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. It's the people that don't even try. Yeah. So I think he's a little too hard on himself there, but that being said, good for him for digging deep and f- using that as fuel to, to keep going though. Yeah. Because obviously he could keep going. Right. Yeah. So there's, that's yeah. like, are you quitting because you just don't want to do it anymore? Or are you quitting because you like literally have reached your limit? Yeah. And more often than not, uh, Goggins talks about this a lot. When you think you've reached your limit, you still have, you, you, you you've have, only, you have only given like 40 or 60%. Percent. You still have that much more to go. Yeah, exactly. And so he kind of starts like the chapter that this happens in is called, I am the iron cowboy. And that's when it's like, he change almost changes like his whole like attitude like and dynamic. Mind, and yeah. he like becomes this like superhero that is like the iron cowboy. Right. Like right at this day 30. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And so he says this mantra goes through his head. I'm a robot. I feel no pain. I am a machine. I fear nothing. I'm a beast, a monster, a superhero. I am the iron cowboy. Yeah. And just like kind of goes through. Um, and then he says, he probably had this huge burst of adrenaline or whatever, go through and just like, yeah. I just run through a wall now. Yeah. And he says in getting up off the ground for them, his kids, I had discovered that my person, that my personal limit was greatest that i was my strongest and truest self in my role as a father so it's like taking taking that and and making it your fuel in in a sense so um yeah and what was the other one i wanted to say well and he was talking to about it wasn't it's more about like the journey it wasn't necessarily like that last race but it was about that whole journey and how Mm -hmm. they went through it together and it was wasn't just him like it was the people that he met along the way because like when the people would come out and run with him he's hearing stories of how these people have taken their lives back like you know one guy lost like 100 pounds and it was just like all of these stories all the time of people overcoming and taking control of their health um yeah it was just it, it, that's really really inspiring uh, 100%. so and then you know same as well like with his family and his kids being there and his one daughter ran 5k with him every single okay. day how old were the kids because they had five kids at the time yeah or were they have five kids so how old were they when i think the oldest was like 12 okay yeah so they're pretty young yeah and then um yeah. And then he also talks a lot about like cognitive reframing, which is something like reframing the pain and just reframing those things in mm-hmm. your mind. And like he, he gives a really good example where he got really bad hemorrhoids. Oh God, that's not pleasant. <laughs> no, no, when you're riding a bike, it's not pleasant. Nope. It's and not so, pleasant, period. But yeah, also when you're riding a bike. And so he... um so they're so bad and then you know added on to this like he's getting so much hate online from people like just on him and so he there's two main people that are like the worst and so he ends up naming his hemorrhoids these two people yeah, that are these two well. haters and so it's bonnie and clyde so, over here. so every time he goes over bump he's like yeah take that <laughs> like each of the hemorrhoids Fuck. yeah it was pretty gross um yeah jeez yeah so um i can't imagine the physical damage that he caused on his body do you want to go over that or yeah or do you don't care to go over because it's like a lot well like he doesn't really talk too much Mm. like it's just you know he has constant like 
issues like he had this one blister on his toe was just awful he had um he would get like really like his stomach would get really distended because of like bloat or whatever yeah and um yeah but like he had like a chiro like w- wherever he went they would like arrange like a chiropractor and like a massage therapist Ooh, chiropractor he yeah, just to, like, <laughs> I just I don't, don't trust adjust. those, but yeah, but yeah, so but uh, yeah, massage and yeah, all those like a physio type person would be really, really yeah, helpful. would be helpful. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, but I just like and he was on Rich Roll, um, recently, I think in the fall it was, and um, just like he had it's just like you have this like capacity for enduring su- pain and suffering, like you just have yeah. this capacity for it and this willingness to go through it to to show people what is possible. Yeah. And the the one really awesome thing I like about him too. So they filmed the whole thing while he was doing it. And so it's a documentary called the iron cowboy on prime. I'm yeah. sure you can get it other, other places as well. Um, but what he continues to tell people, cause he always gives like a little talk before the 5k run with everyone. And so what he tell, tells people is just like, like this is my impossible. And so like we, what your impossible might be different. It doesn't mm-hmm. make it any smaller than what you're doing. It's all right. about that mindset of, yep. of what you're going to do. So I just thought that that was yeah. a nice way to talk I mean, about someone it. that's just on their journey and someone who's like, you know, say they have 200 pounds to lose, you know, their yeah. Ironman is like just going out and walking for like two kilometers. Yeah. And just finishing that and just doing that every single day, you yeah. know, and, and then over time, maybe it'll get bigger it'll get bigger, right? As they get stronger and stronger. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So what's your impossible? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It It's interesting to think about, like, that's, it's interesting to think about, like, what, like, I think him we should, doing that. I think we should sit down, mm-hmm. you and I, mm-hmm. um, and figure out what our impossible is. Yeah. And do it. Do it. Yeah. Definitely some type of physical well, f- feat. You know, I'm oh not yeah. doing anything like that because I just don't want to. <laughs> Die. But that being said, you know, adventure racing or mm-hmm. again, and just even doing an actual Ironman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or even starting with a, a mini one. That's yeah. like, you know, like a quarter of each. Yeah. You know start there well and even like i thought it was not going to be impossible but like really unpleasant when i started my sprint running Mm. and so because i do that once a week is i just i do 10 minutes of sprints like 10 minute on one minute on one minute off and i was like oh this is going to be horrible but then when you like accomplish it and you've struggled and it's something so hard like i was on the other side i was like walking over to get my little towel to wipe down the treadmill i was just like oh yeah did it and like look at me yeah like i kind of was because you feel you just feel so good that you accomplished something that you didn't think you could do. You could do. And I even though, like, know. I knew I could do it, but I just knew it was yeah. going to suck. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> running for 10 minutes here. <laughs> this guy's talking about doing 50 Ironmans in 50 states, and you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> guess what I did? <laughs> I like, fucking I did. ran sprints <laughs> for 10, 10 minutes. minutes. But even then, it was only a minute, and then it was a minute of walking. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, you're you showing him. I, but again, <laughs> that was, like, my impossible. I so. don't I think you could come up I with know. something a little bit well, more impossible yeah. than that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, so then the next thing, so this was in 2015 when he did this. Mm -hmm. And, um, so then 2021 in, I forget, I think it was in March. He started March or May. I can't remember. He ended up doing 100 in 100 days. But is he staying stationary this time? Yes. Yes. Because it was during pandemic, right? Right. So he would do the same. So he's actually, so he's done that. He actually, he told everyone he was going to do a hundred and then he surprised everybody and did 101. Oh, he did the next one. Yeah. Um, And so that was running on a treadmill, a stationary bike. No, no, it was all outside. Okay. Yeah. And in the pool though, or just like in, in a, a pool? In a lake? No, it wasn't. He was in a pool. Like I think it, it was an outdoor pool. Oh no, maybe it was indoor. I think it was indoor pool. So he's in. A, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. what, did you run? Was it like a track, or was he like running around in a track in circles? No, he was. Or like a, a specific was, route. Yeah, it was outside. But it's always the same. Yep. Always the same. Yep. Yep. Hmm, yep. I wonder if that would be harder. 
or easier if you're always at the same thing but i guess maybe you can have landmarks or whatever to know where you are yeah yeah um but listening to him so he's on with his wife on ritual this i feel like i've been like oh i've listened to ritual a lot because he has all of these really awesome yeah. people on um but listening to him and his wife talk about it it was they thought oh it's going to be much easier because we're not traveling around 50 states like logistically mm-hmm. it'll be easier and she's like no really it's just as bad how could it be just as bad because you're not Beca- traveling that no, travel but i guess be. there's just like so much stuff and it's so long and there's so much to coordinate and like what do you need to coordinate just a guy running him an iron man every day yeah but they had people coming to stay with them like everyone would come and run and do it with like right. famous people would come in and do it with them okay. plus they well, had to you know the problems would come up that they would just kind of like have to solve these like little problems like yeah. injuries like issues that they were yeah having. well of course but that's gonna that's should be the same it seems like it's the same except less because you're, you're not, not traveling, traveling. Yeah. that's interesting I don't, yeah i don't know but it but that podcast is really yeah. really good with him don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. logistically i think it would be a nightmare to do that so i'm not Either saying way. it's easy yeah just because yeah. you're stationary I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. weird that it would be like harder because you're not traveling. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know. Even me, even just traveling to 50 states in 50 that's days is lot. like a lot. It's a <laughs> forget lot. About forget about running. Stopping at each one doing a triathlon. I know. I know. Just coordinating going to 50 different states in 50 days is, is challenging enough. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah. So crazy. It was. So we did a hundred. Oh, that's insane. I know. And like even like, so his did wife. Did anyone come on flack for cheating? In terms of no, if he didn't run or he did an elliptical? No, or? no, and like that's why I think he kind of felt he had to double down and do this again was he needed like that redemption. So like once he got past like 50, he's just like, okay, like I've I kind of redeemed myself for any issues that happened. Was before. it a plan? Did he outset say like, I'm going to do 100 or he's just like, I'm doing this again, guys? No, he Let's planned see. to do 100. He planned, he planned he, to do 100. He like notified everyone like this is going to be yeah this is what i'm gonna do yeah and like people would fly out so like rich roll flew out and did uh, did one with him did one with him yeah sorry yeah no okay sorry i'm stretching my legs that's okay (laughs) yeah so but yeah so it's it was interesting to listen to i just so now he's he's not on food stamps so now he's he's got his movie (laughs) deals and everything so he's uh so so they filmed that one as well like the the hundred so or hundred and one so that yeah. would be that'd be a good one to watch is too. it coming out i guess at some point yeah at some point i'm sure yeah they're, yeah. In, they're in post-production Post. i'd imagine yeah so that's cool yeah so super inspiring um yeah, yeah really no kidding inspiring. and so that's just and that's just kind of what he does now he just does iron man's <laughs> <laughs> is that just kind of his thing he's just pushing he's just constantly like, I don't know, you know what, what he's, he's going to do next, no, right? Is it? No, okay. no, no. I don't know. He didn't say, because, yeah, I think that podcast was in September that they did that podcast. Well, he said it was 2021 that he ran the 100, right? Yeah. So he's probably still in recovery. I don't know well, why I would take to recover from yeah, all that exactly. stuff. So, no, so he didn't say what his kind of next step was. But, like, he has, a, like, he has, like, a, a, you can hire him as, like, a coach. He does a lot of public speaking. <laughs> Here's a coach. All right, just do it, Iron Man. Just, just repeat it. <laughs> 50 days. What more do you want me to say? Oh, what are you going to do? When yeah. you feel tired, just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. My only problem with this book is he kind of complains about some of the people, like some of the ambassadors and some of the people that he had on his team while he was doing this. And I don't, and I think I kind of briefly talked to you about it because I was just right. like, I don't feel like this is the place where you should be calling people out for what they did or didn't do. So, yeah. So, oh, sorry, that was that loud. Your stomach? <laughs> stomach. Doesn't like to stop a conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, so sorry. So in this, in the book, he's like, mm-hmm. so he has people, because he has a whole team of people, yeah. I imagine, helping him out. So yeah. somebody on his team does something during he, the whatever or doesn't do anything yeah. like he's re- he gets really frustrated with this one person that was supposed to be kind of coordinating and doing doing posts for them and like coordinating with the sponsors mm. and so it wasn't getting done and there was a, b- a bunch of other things i think he dropped the ball on and i'm not sure right. i don't know why he, yeah, of course not and so but then his wife sunny ends up having to pick up all that flack up, yeah and at the same time trying to 
wrangle five kids right. and a little yeah. trailer. So like I get the frustration, but I, I just was like, why is it in the book? Yeah. Call somebody. Does like, he call him out by name too? Oh yeah. Nah, that's not kind of, there so must be, there must be something there. I don't know. But, but even some does of the, it am- take, does it take away from the positivity of the whole message of like, well, I'm talking about it. Right. So, yeah. and it, it, and even like some of the stuff he says about some of the ambassadors, like the people that he, that are supposed that kind of help him out. Like, he gets pissed because they pick a route that is too hilly on his bike and he's pissed that it's not like a nice flat route, which fair, but you're going to get mad at and like kind of pissy about it. Like, yeah. and why, why, why write, why write about, about it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, or just say what it is, but then maybe don't, uh, call out the actual person yeah and then the other one or something like he asks the guy if the water is cold before he gets in because it's like an open like a lake or something and the guy's like oh, i don't think it's that cold and he gets in he's like you lied it's freezing and that's it's, a subjective I thing know. then why not just ask what the temperature but is it's of the like, water why bother yeah. including that when right. this book that's is supposed to be about positivity so that's the one thing i didn't i didn't that's really interesting i know i know that's what's so the one thing that was weird to me about mm. it so, cause everything else is so positive. Right. So I don't know. It was. Anyways, like, I don't want to speculate onto why somebody would do that. Um, no. Call someone out in public on a book on like a that, book. that, yeah. that they're just trying to help. Cause I imagine these yeah. people are volunteers. Oh, of course. Right. So. Of course. Might, maybe there's something. There's something else going scenes. on. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, it's just, I'll just say that that's, that's just unfortunate. I know. Yeah. Bad. Like that's how I, that's how I felt too. So that's the only kind of down thing of the book of itself the book in itself. terms of like, I was going to ask you on a scale My of rating. one to 10, yeah. what's, what's the rating? So I'd give it a seven, a seven. A yeah. Seven. And probably it's losing a couple points because of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, why do you want to, you don't want to read that. You just yeah. want to. Or just even if you do talk, you can talk about the negative stuff, but don't talk about it as if like, yeah. oh, well, it's this guy's fault. Yeah. It's like one of the, a lot of the things that we read personally, like we read uh, a lot of Simon Sinek. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce it, but yeah. he's, he, I think one of his books is like leaders eat last. Yes. Uh, and he's, he really talks about leadership and Jocko really talks yes. about this yeah. uh, extreme ownership. It's like, it doesn't matter who's on your team or whatever. When something goes wrong, you don't blame the people below you, no. you blame yourself exactly. because at the end of the day, you're responsible. And if you want to be a leader, you have to own yes. that stuff. So just that example that you gave of the, of the water, yeah. like if you want to know what the water temperature is, you specifically outline to that person. So it's like, oh, I need to know what temperature it is yes. or what level I'm comfortable with. Yes. Don't just be like, Oh don't be like subjective. Like, is it cold? Well, he, if he thinks it's hot, then it's I hot know. for him, you know? So define your parameters. That's bad leadership in terms of not putting out your parameters properly. Yes. Don't get mad at him just because, Yeah. You well, know? And Do I you know can, what I mean? And, I, and that's I so can, stupid and so well, little of a thing and to I can understand and, I can, and write about it in a, in a book. Uh, well, I know. And like, I can understand in the moment, like, he, like the exhaustion that you must be feeling. And so every small, and he talks about that. He talks about, I forget they call him a name um like a grump the grumpy troll or something mm-hmm. like that and so i like i 100 percent get that and so oh, that God. if that little thing but why write about it yeah like why put the, even put it out there yeah. like i don't know again in a, in a negative spin right yeah, and not just so, own it like yeah if you're gr- just be like well yeah maybe you know what when i'm running this thing i'm miserable and maybe i'm not the best person to be around but that's because of you not because of other people yeah. did things to make me grumpy. Make me, yeah like, i know so that that so like that's yeah. too bad it's too bad about that yeah because i mean yeah for you and i i mean we're all about owning up to everything that you do that even if someone is constantly poking no, at you and maybe there are le- legitimately doing things that are pissing yeah. you off and that are really bad yeah but still, you have to be in control of your reaction and how yeah. you're going to, you know, and handle the situation. And so. maybe just thinking about it is maybe because he was dealing with so much hate about the saline bag, about the doing the elliptical. And then there was a bunch of other controversy about him and the money that they were raising. Mm-hmm. There was controversy there as well. Interesting. Like in terms of what they did with it? No. So people... So they, at the last minute, they switched what charity they were going to be raising money for. And they were just like, they tried to get in contact with Jamie Oliver's people to raise the money. That's weird. If you're going to donate to someone that's going to put charity to feed the kids and then you just switch it to 
now it's build a dam. You know, that's completely, it's like, I, that's not why. You know what I mean? No, that's no, it was still like the same. It was still, it was just a different childhood obesity charity. It was still childhood obesity, but it was just a different uh, charity. Still, that's, that's, but, and then. That is a little bit. And so the, shady. how the checks and the donations were going was, I think it was going, I just don't think they knew what they were doing for some reason. And so the checks were like going to them maybe, and not necessarily to the Jamie Oliver foundation. And mm. so people thought, Oh, they're just taking that money from themselves for themselves. And they're yeah. like, like, no, like not at all. We just yeah. haven't been able to but put the pieces together to get them. That, like, that sounds like a more of a logistics learning process yes. to know how to properly communicate yes. what you're doing. But that, that's a big thing though. If you're raising money, I, yes, like we I talked agree. about this with Amanda Palmer, it's like, you're raising money for other people, you know, you're going to ask them, then yeah. do what you want it. And that's fine. If your community is okay with that. But if you purposely are doing something like this, saying I'm raising money for X charity mm-hmm. and you take the money and then you go ahead and give it to Y, that's a big problem because that's yes. like, look what happened, what, what happened with GoFundMe and I, the convoy yes. here in Canada where they came under so much heat. Number one, they canceled it. Yep. And then they're like, oh, well, we're not even going to refund people money. We're just going to dish it out to whoever, to whoever we, we want. We want. Every, uh, that's literally fraud and yes. deception. So you have to be, you have to be very careful, very careful, um, and to communicate what you're doing with with, with money. So, but that's I th- interesting. So, but I so what I think is, I think there, w- I think he was like very defensive, maybe, and maybe that's what's coming out is he's trying to defend against like all of the hate that but he that's got. weird because it's not like it's in the moment like in the moment i could totally uh, yeah. see that but it's like okay well you've had like a couple years to, to like stew down from it or simmer down yeah um, so and just like let it go so it'll be but interesting if int- he writes another book about the 100 if that will be different because i don't there wasn't that controversy involved so i wonder right. if it'll be like a different outlook yeah we'll, we'll in, see in those terms so yeah we'll see yeah wasn't it was interesting yeah but yeah 100 percent. yeah very inspirational so seven out of ten but in, in in terms of inspirational oh, 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 yeah, yeah. well of yeah. course um and like i said well i was going to ask you this before but i already asked you it's like mm-hmm. what's your impossible and i don't know but i think we should figure that out and we'll 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 sit down I think yeah. we'll sit down and we'll we'll just hammer it out and we'll we'll put that up on our website mm-hmm. um, having yeah. these conversations and then we'll yeah. actually go out and do it and do it and try to do it anyways. Um, yeah. Well, and springtime is coming. The weather's nice I outside. Know. Let's uh, let's do it. Let's figure out what we're gonna do. Well, and then tell us whoever's listening. Tell us what your impossible is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's that, that's a good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 it'll be interesting to to know. It it is interesting to know. Like mm-hmm. you said, what other people's impossible are and it's completely different some people it might not even be a physical thing like mm-hmm. my impossible thing might be repair, asking for help asking for help <laughs> repairing a relationship with an estranged yeah, family member absolutely um you know getting my dream job getting yeah getting that job i want or or yeah. going off on my own to do whatever it is yeah. that, that you want right or yeah. it's, i want to, to be an artist or a musician or yeah. or whatever it is i'm build build my own house you know what? Yeah. It, it could be anything, it could be anything, right? It doesn't have to be an always physical thing. I think we always, because we relate to that quite a bit because we like to be active and we like to yes. do things fitness-wise. Yeah. Um, that doesn't always have to be like that. So. No, it doesn't. It so doesn't. I'm interested it can to hear, be. hear your comments as to what you think is, is your impossible. Your impossible. What is yours? Do you have anything in mind? Uh, well, I have lots of things in mind. Um, yeah, I mean, something like this where it's, doing some type of triathlon like yeah. i want to do a triathlon yeah so that's my impossible and for me i'm like i can't even run like two kilometers without yeah. my knee like screaming in pain right <laughs> so like i want to fight through that and figure out how i can do that yeah so that is definitely um an impossible that i want to mm-hmm. to do and like i said even this year doing like a mini one would be amazing yeah. um so we'll have to figure that out yeah um, like if we were on that show to do that, oh, that, that, that race, oh my god, something like that would just be amazing uh, to me. Um, you know what we did even a couple of years ago, just doing that whole loop around Algonquin Park. I would love to do a bigger one. You know, like oh, 50, like the ca- 50. camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did camping. We did like ten days backcountry. Yeah. You know, um, to do something like that, but maybe do it a little bit more. Where like you're going every day, you're going and maybe oh. trekking across all of Algonquin Park or whatever. It's exhausting. Yeah. But stuff like that uh, is my impossible, mm-hmm. and something that I don't I don't think this is impossible. But you know, it's 
becoming financially independent, independent. you know yeah. that's something that we're fighting to work towards yeah. so it's a little bit different again but it's not a physical thing but it's uh it's still what can we build yeah that'll that'll help carry us through to where we want to be um so yeah um that's another one yeah absolutely right there yeah and uh yeah, there's some other things, but maybe we'll save that for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I can think of a couple. Those will those will <laughs> those will come out in due time. In due time. I, I do think um, mm-hmm. as we, yeah, as we move along as here on our mm-hmm. on our Odum and Andrea journey, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's really good. Um, awesome. Um, yeah, too bad about that thing at the end, but I, nevertheless, mm-hmm. an amazing story. And yeah, I'm looking at this picture in his face now. He does look like. One of the American teams, I think, was he on the team with the like with the veterans? Oh, could be. Yeah, could I feel be. like yeah. I don't know if they finished. We'll have to. What, we'll have to. Have we'll to just, have to watch the, we'll just, just the first one again. <clears throat> yeah, just to see yeah, which team is on. Yeah, because yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can see our good buddy again. Oh, uh, leash. Uh, Please, if we do a triathlon together, do not put me on the leash. Well, if I if I need you to keep up, <laughs> yeah, you're going <laughs> you're going on the leash. We ain't stopping. <laughs> can't stop oh and it wasn't even it wasn't even like any type of good rope it was just like some random no, like rope. frayed rope yeah well what there's no official rope <laughs> of you're under race and you have to drag your teammate there's all uh, can i go to go to mech can i get the can i get the leash can i get the my teammate's legging behind <laughs> rope please it's like a rock climbing rope or something maybe that's what it was maybe it was like a rock oh climbing my rope gosh, it's so funny so uh, funny. that was crazy yeah so with that, Ooh, Chris, Pi five. Chris Pi 5, thank you so much for watching. Thank, thank you. you for listening. Find your impossible. Yes. Tell us what it is. And make it possible. Yeah. That's what we want to know. That's what we want for everybody. Yeah. So with that, I think I already said thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Did you I? Did. You did. Check yeah. us out at odumandandrea.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Bye.